0: Welcome to Ad Chatter, the podcast from adpulp.com. Hello, friends and colleagues. This is David Byrne coming to you live in Austin, Texas, and we have our co-host of Ad Chatter, Dan Goldgeier in Seattle. Dan, how are you? Doing great, David. How are you today? Just fine sunny day in central texas so it's the it's the big things dan
1: (laughs) yeah yeah we could use a little sunshine here we've had smoke block out the sun all week so it's uh, a little touch and go up here
0: yes we uh have been hearing from our friends and uh watching the news carefully and especially in oregon it really seems pretty frightening um so let's hope some rain pours down and some blue skies are available to all uh we are here to discuss advertising as people might do around the water fountain uh of course there's no water fountain so it's virtual but dan and i are ready to dig in to some of the uh, topics of the week and we're going to start off with an NPR story about plastics (laughs) and uh, reminds me of my one of my favorite movies of all time The Graduate and and the scene in that movie uh, where the gentleman is advising young Ben he says Benjamin one word plastics And Benjamin has no idea, of course, what he's talking about or why he should care. Um, And the answer, uh, bottom line, if you dig into this NPR story and how people have been deceived, is the oil industry makes more than $400 billion every year by making plastic. Um, So the story, Dan, is that the industry, the plastics industry, the oil industry, have been spending about $50 million a year for decades to convince the American public that recycling of plastics is a good idea, uh, and that it works. Um, Unfortunately, it doesn't work very well. And uh, this investigative report dug deep into it and has shown that the power of PR and straight up lying is once again in play. Comment.
1: Well, this is a kind of an issue that I've been writing about on Talent Zoo for and and Pulp for, for years. This is the type of situation where an advertising agency or a PR firm get hired what seems to be the best of intentions and they don't do due diligence to realize that this is all crapola. You know, I live in Seattle, which is... Uh, an area where the people have the high level of environmental consciousness and we recycle our plastic. We recycle uh, our glass and and paper everywhere else. And, you know, we also, we have three bins, we have a compost bin, we have a recycling bin and and a uh, trash bin. And we assume that our plastic is recyclable, but the truth is is that only 10% of it really is uh, ever gets recycled. And it's otherwise it's just ending up in landfills and, the companies behind this effort have known this. And when you think about it, what, what, you know, put yourself in the position of somebody in an ad agency and you're like, wow, this is our chance to save the world. This is our chance to make an impact on the planet by telling people, hey, this is possible. This is a bright future. And nobody questions, well, is there really any truth behind it? And it's one of those situations that makes our industry look less than reputable in a time when it's never very, it's never looked very reputable.
0: People may question what they uh, don't want to question is their paycheck. And the oil industry is able to really uh, make some paydays happen for uh, a lot of different people in a lot of different industries. Reminds me a little bit of the whole BP thing. You know, BP had such great advertising, uh going and it was very green and oh let's buy our, our gas from bp you know because yeah. they're the good guys beyond petroleum that was their that
1: was their tagline until the uh deep horizon oil spill
0: <laughs> yeah and it really does uh take the air out of the advertising room because what is our uh guilt factor uh you know uh the people who are directly involved but also just the fact that our industry doesn't have standards to help correct this it's, it's embarrassing and bad business.
1: Absolutely. It makes, it makes our industry look bad. It also, but it's, as, as you said, it's hard to turn down that kind of a payday.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Um, well, you know, I don't know how we're going to fix this. It makes me think we shouldn't buy uh, any uh, products that are packaged in plastic. Uh, Good luck with that. Exactly. <laughs> they've got us boxed in. Uh, let's move to the next topic. Uh, Ford Motor Company is, with Widening and Kennedy's help, waving the flag, the red, white, and blue. And I kind of wonder why that's necessary and why that is a strategic move that's going to move metal for this domestic automaker. Uh, they're out with some new commercials. Uh, Brian Cranston is the voiceover in this flag-waving commercial. I'm gonna play it um, so we can hear it and hear him. Here we go.
2: We met over a century ago. This country and this company We've seen tough times, but we've learned we're better when we come together. A family-led business with 260,000 people working together at plants and offices and dealerships across every state in this union, employing more U.S. hourly workers than any other automaker. We have found we're strongest when we're building, assembling more vehicles in America than any other automaker. We know we succeed when we build for the future. That's why we're making our most iconic vehicles electric. We are both at our best, this country and this company, when we build for every single American. We were built in America. That's why we build for America.
0: Star-Spangled Banner uh talk to me dan what is this all about well much of the spot has
1: to uh is focused on pickup trucks and pickup trucks are probably the one area that not only american car manufacturers still have a very big advantage over foreign car makers but it also appeals to the type of audience that would be uh more uh interested in a in a patriotic message there's it's such a tough sell in a world where we have such a global supply chain. I mean, I'm sure the stereos in your Ford vehicles are not made here in America, uh, although much of the rest of the, co- the, the automobile might. So it's, uh, you know, it's, an appeal to, it's an appeal to patriotism. We've seen it plenty of times before. I used to work on Chevrolet, which uh, for years had the tagline, An American Revolution. We've seen uh, Chrysler talk about uh, imported from Detroit. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, they're they're playing the card that they have to play.
0: It seems like they might have some better cards. Um, tell, Tell me about this 200 and some thousand members of the Ford family and the family run business. This seems like a major stretch. Well,
1: Ford has always been, I think, of the big three automakers, the one that has always been the most self-contained in a sense. You know, General Motors uh, had has merged with so many other foreign car makers, and of course, Chrysler, as I mentioned, is now owned by by the Germans. I think Ford has always been the one that's tried to tried to uh, draw upon the image of Henry Ford and his and his children and the. Tight, whatever tight lid that the Ford family may still have on their company. So they're, they're trying to at least differentiate themselves from their other American manufacturers. I don't know if that resonates with people. You know, there's, there are Ford people and there are Chevy people in the world and they are very passionate about their um, devotion to the marks. but uh, I, I don't know that this is converting new customers.
0: Yes, that's a a great question uh, for all ads, (laughs) for all brands. I I clicked over to the Widening Kennedy website uh, where they're um, putting some of this Ford work out there and some of their writing. And I just want to read a little bit. We are Ford. We build things we're proud of. Over a century ago, we revolutionized the assembly line. And then we started building building the world's first affordable car, the most beloved pickup truck on the road, the iconic American sports car, and the SUV most people think of when they think of an SUV. We helped build the interstate system and the city of Detroit. We even built mission control for the moon landing. And it goes on. So I like when they say we built the interstate system in the city of Detroit because that's crossing over into public works, which would connect to the idea in the ads. Although I don't, you know, you're not going to get that out of the ads. And I just think that people want when they go to the car, uh, to buy a car, a $40,000 car. And it says in this commercial that we just heard that they're building for every American. No, they're not. They're building for every American with $40,000 to buy a car um it, it's just the 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 copy and the concept and the strategy is just a stretch in my view
1: okay that you know i i i don't uh, necessarily disagree um, you
0: know, These Im-
1: these image ads for car manufacturers are just so tough because there's so <clears throat> there's only so much to say and Unless you're talking about an individual model or your in individual features, uh, there's, there's 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 a very limited box to play in.
0: Well, when you're selling pickup trucks, it's it really is often about the features because that's what the buyer really wants to know. They want to know it's got a Hemi, and it's V10. We're power. Yeah. Um, so before we leave this topic, uh, I want to talk a little bit more um, about the flag waving. Uh, that's happening here uh, by Wyden and Kennedy for Ford. This is pattern that Wyden and Kennedy is in. Um, and it's been going on for several years. They, they, they did uh, the Dodge ad uh, and the TurboTax ad, which, which were both hearkening back to the American revolution. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, And it, it it just, you know, I chuckle because it's like, where did they get the brief? Like, you know, did, did one of the presidents send Dan, you know, a brief like, hey, you, do you think you could pump up America a little bit? <laughs> I, I'm just wondering what is going on?
1: It's a good question. And, and perhaps they're, they're overcompensating for the fact that they're on the left coast and they're trying to uh, do whatever they can to make sure their clients are in touch with middle America. That's one theory.
0: I love that theory. You could always open a shop in, you know, Omaha. Um, Okay, (laughs) next topic. Uh, We're going to move on to a a spot that um, has some humor in it, and it is from Postmates, the delivery service. And I will push play.
2: When does a car become more than a car? Is it when your fried chicken leaves the ground? Or when it makes you fried chicken like you're flying? Introducing Fried Chicken, the all new Fried Chicken Supercharged Fried Chicken Fried Chicken. When all you could fried chicken is think about Postmates
0: when all you can fried chicken is think about (laughs)
1: it's funny speaking of car ads this is this is a very good commentary on how generic they've gotten is that you're sucked right in at the beginning is to thinking that this is another car ad and then oh the subliminal fried chicken comes in fried chicken fried chicken Uh, I, I mean I laughed I did not necessarily know that it was for Postmates until the last second and that's always one of those tricky things that you hope everybody's paying attention until the end so they can figure out what's uh, who's really behind all this. Cause I thought when I first saw this, I was like, okay, Hardy's Carl's jr. You know,
0: it it Uh, is a surprise and there's a, there's a campaign here. And last night uh, during the football NFL football, I saw the burger version and they keep inserting these visuals and audio of these juicy burgers. And you're like, who's, you know, what, what burger, who's burger. Go ahead.
1: Your mind, your mind goes to the chain. You think, starts thinking which chain is sponsoring this, not which delivery service, and so it's a it's a misdirect.
0: Correct, uh, and it's fun, and it is. and fun is good, yep. and which is a great segue into uh, <clears throat> our last uh, campaign uh, or creative of the this particular episode, and it's from the Texas Rangers which is also out with a new campaign where they're also poking fun at, um, political ads in this case while, uh, helping to sell the Rangers. And let's listen to the ad that they made, uh, to talk about when they play Seattle, which of course is where Dan lives. So this is fun.
1: Division rival.
0: (laughs) Here we go. Play.
1: Seattle. How can you trust them? Our opponents claim to be mariners, but their mascot is a moose? According to maritime law, it's illegal for a moose to operate an aquatic vessel. The Texas Rangers respect the laws of the sea. Also, our mascot is a captain who can speak fluently in dolphin. So you can trust us. I'm Chris Woodward, and I approve this message.
0: Hilarious.
1: Yeah, I laughed. I thought this was very funny. Uh, m- most baseball teams are not doing very creative work as of late, at least in the last several years that I've seen. Uh, they just kind of focus on their on their players and, and just hope that they'll sell tickets. This was funny. And what struck me is that two things struck me. Number one, the voiceover doesn't sound nearly as sinister as they could. Uh, but also... In light of the last couple of election cycles, we've seen negative ads that are way, way more negative than this one ever could be. So it's kind of a trope that was um, playing off of the political spots from 14 years ago, but now this seems kind of tame. But it's funny.
0: It is funny, and, and I love how it starts with, you know, Seattle, how can we trust them? <laughs> uh, you know, which which is, you know, very much right out of the political advertising page Uh, but these these ads uh, there's a campaign uh, i did write about this earlier this week on the site so you can find that and all the spots are full of zingers so hats off to the copywriter i don't know his or her name but um, one thing that impressed me was this was done in-house yeah uh, so there was no agency involved and they they uh, worked with a production uh, company in dallas fort worth area um, so there's an in-house writer, unless the writer's over at the production company, more than likely they work for the Texas Rangers and they're a good copywriter. Uh, this is, this is fun stuff. There's several ads. I expect several more. Um, so, and each one takes on, uh, another city.
1: Yeah. It was a di- I think it's a division thing because it's the div- same division, the, the, mm-hmm. the Astros, the Mariners. Right. The, the
0: Astros is really funny too. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that wraps our creative uh, investigation, poke, 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 uh, today. Um, Dan, uh, just on a personal level and a professional level, what are, you, what are you doing these days? And are you available for hire?
1: Yes, I am available for hire. Uh, I am working uh, uh, on some copywriting and concepts for a couple of clients. And, uh, but I always have time to talk to people who need uh, something more provocative than what they're doing right now. So yes, visit dangoldgeyer.com and uh, you can see my work and you can get in touch with me and would love to talk to you.
0: Nice. More provocative, not the lame stuff. Um, but it's <laughs> all around us, all around us. Also with me, uh, you can look me up at davidburn com to see what I'm up to and what kind of work I've been doing uh, over the past few years past number of years. And also, I would love to hear from you. So we have two copywriters here uh, who have, you know, morphed into creative directors and, and uh, advertising educators and authors. And I'm about to put out the first ebook of interviews that I've been collecting over the past 10 years on the site. Um, we're probably a week to two weeks away now. It's been it's been a project uh, that's taken many years. It should be fun to get this out and see how that goes. And that's called Ad Brains. You can learn more about that at AdPulp.com. So, friends, thank you so much for tuning in once again to our little show, and we appreciate your attention. And please reach out to us uh, with anything you'd like us to talk about on future shows. That would be fun. Uh, we will also start introducing guests in the next few episodes to this program. So, thank you so much, and we will talk to you soon. Dan, last word.
1: Nope. Yep. Bye, everybody. Thanks for uh, listening.
0: Sponsored by Large Mountain in Omaha, Nebraska. Engineered by Dan Goldgeier in Seattle, Washington.